Good evening, everybody. Today is Wednesday, March 4th, 2020. You're listening to Forward Maryland, and my name is Bill Woodcock. Here's what's on my mind this evening. Uh, first off, to all of my uh, collegiate fraternity brethren from the Kappa Sigma fraternity, I wish you all a happy Stephen Alonzo Jackson Day. Uh, those of you who are part of that fraternity, you know what that means. So, AEKDB brothers. And from AEKDB, we move in a very poor segue to COVID uh, 19 to be exact. COVID-19, that is otherwise known as the coronavirus. Um, you know, you know, uh, only, only something global could knock one of the most uh, intent, incredible uh, four or five days of American politics ever uh, off of the front of this podcast or any other production. And a uh, global health emergency uh, certainly qualifies. Uh, so um, those of you who are in the know, and I don't know how you couldn't know, uh, but the COVID-19 coronavirus has been a thing now for a little bit more than a month. Uh, it has originated in the People's Republic of China. I saw an epidemiologist on CNN who was interviewed who um, explained how it started, which was a bat um, bit some animal that later the animal's meat was used for food. Oh, and incidentally, this bat was sick. This bat had some uh, cold or flu or sniffle or whatever. Uh, so the bat bit the animal. The animal was slaughtered for meat. The meat was bought by a person and eaten, um, possibly, I guess, not cooked properly. And uh, the person got sick. And one thing led to another, and so on and so on and so on. So this has happened. Uh, the death toll is now over 3,000. Uh, so to use this for scope, 9-11 uh, killed 3,000 people. And I believe we are now at about 100,000 cases uh, worldwide. Uh, we are close to it if we are not already there, I believe. And we may actually still be in the 90s. Um, but coronavirus deaths have gone from zero in the U.S. to now 10, I believe uh, nine in Washington State and one in California. Uh, the number of cases is now over 100. Um, and um, it's a matter of time. There are none that have been reported in Maryland. Um, it's a matter of time, I believe, before that happens. And um, this is a major public health crisis. Now, it's important to remember um, the most notorious virus still around um, at this time of year remains the flu. So if you're not getting your flu shot, go get it. No reason why not to. Um, and coronavirus, um, but coronavirus has a particularly nasty death rate, you know, two and a half, three percent. Uh, however, most of those cases have been older people, people who have been immunocompromised, people who have other things, um, other uh, medical issues. So, um, whereas it is not, you know, whereas this is certainly a serious thing, uh, this is also a, uh, a thing that can be managed. 
Um, I have listened to both of the president's uh, task force's daily briefings since the task force was convened. And uh, while I can't exactly say great things about Vice President Pence's role, um, there are some very uh, good scientists, some excellent scientists uh, leading that task force. Um, having had the privilege of, of meeting Dr. Fauci from NIH and Dr. Redfield from CDC personally uh, in my career, I can tell you that there are some uh, fantastic people that they have trained and some fantastic people who have come in behind them and fantastic people and institutions around the country and I'm sure around the world who are working very hard on vaccines and on the epidemiology of this disease, on tracking uh, how it's transmitted, how it moves from one person to another. And uh, I'm sure that uh, there will be more specific guidance as to how the public health of the, of the world uh, can be maintained. Uh, but for right now, we got what we got. So wash your hands with soap and water uh, every 20, you know, for 20 seconds, whenever you need to. Uh, stay away from touching your nose and your hands and your mouth. Uh, no, your nose, your hands, and your mouth. Your nose, your eyes, and your mouth with your hands. Uh, cough into your sleeve or cough into a tissue and throw the tissue away. Uh, and, um, you know, and uh, if you need to use hand sanitizer, do that. But it's not a, it's, you know, washing with soap and water is tried and true. So um, just a few little reminders on how to keep yourself safe uh, from this fine podcast production. So obviously, this is a uh, story that is worth looking at in the future. Uh, secondly, let's now go to the most incredible, I think I said five earlier, four days in American political history. Well, we can count today, too, and we can call that five. Um, as of Saturday, what were there? There were eight Democratic candidates still. Or were there nine? I'm trying to remember. Uh, but after Vice President Biden um, won big on in South Carolina in their primary uh, last Saturday, the 29th, uh, people started to drop out. Uh, Pete Buttigieg dropped out. Amy Klobuchar dropped out. Well, actually, first was Tom Steyer. So Tom Steyer dropped out. Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, um, which makes this... Um, reporter, uh, this correspondent, if you will, quite sad. Um, they both, uh, both Klobuchar and Buttigieg endorsed Joe Biden on Monday, uh, along with a star turn by none other than Beto O'Rourke, who started jumping around on the stage in Dallas like he had ants in his pants, uh, as only Beto could do. And then I missed the whole Whataburger thing, but apparently... Beto said on stage, now we're going to Whataburger, and he and Joe Biden went to Whataburger. So, all right, Beto, you do you, bud. Um, so that all happened on Monday. Then Super Tuesday happened, and the uh, huge sweep that had been predicted only a few days before for Bernie Sanders did not happen. I believe of the 15 uh, primaries and caucuses that went on, I believe Biden has won 10 of them. I think uh, Sanders, if you put California in his column, uh, will have won four. And Michael Bloomberg will have um, 
gotten uh, the nod in the caucuses in American Samoa, of which I believe I saw a total of 361 Democrats participated. Um, that's the size of a, of a Democratic dinner. Um, of note from that, Tulsi Gabbard got a delegate. So, hey, uh, she's now on the debate stage uh, for the next debate in Arizona. So rock on with your bad self. Tulsi, getting yourself a delegate from American Samoa. Uh, but the, the, the delegate votes are still being tabulated. And depending on the size of the Sanders margin in California, um, it's going to be a close race. I mean, it's going to be, you know, a few dozen delegates either way. Uh, the prediction website, 538.com, is still predicting the most likely outcome of the Democratic race to be a brokered convention, but uh, with a six out of 10 chance. Uh, but now a Biden uh, nomination now gets a three out of 10 chance, a Sanders nomination, a having 9% chance and uh, the, you know, any other outcome is, you know, what's less than 1% at this point. Uh, this is an incredible turnaround uh, considering that uh, a week ago, uh, many people thought that Bernie Sanders was sweeping to the nomination and that uh, Joe Biden's campaign may very well have been on life support and he may very well have to bow out after Super Tuesday. Whereas now he looks like, um, you know, the nominee apparent. And I'm sure Bernie Sanders and his supporters will have a lot to say about it. But uh, the momentum is definitely in Joe Biden's favor right now. And no, I'm not going to say it, uh, what sort of momentum it is. Um, you know, and, and frankly, um, I believe that this race is probably about two weeks from being over. Uh, either way, uh, just as we saw this wild swing happen um, in the last week, who knows what could happen in the coming couple of weeks? Um, you know, I think it's going to get a little bit rocky. Uh, I think that the gloves are going to come off and these two gentlemen are going to be slugging it out. And uh, I think whoever's going to be left standing um but, you know, at least, well, I, I am going to I'm going to go out on a limb and say it. Um, I think that after the primaries on March 17th, I think we know who the nominee is going to be. Um, I'm sad as a Marylander because it means that our little state uh, won't have a say so on the 28th of April, although it would be nice because we uh, we vote as well as New York and Pennsylvania. So, um, you know, with some other large states and um you know, but I have a feeling that this is where it's going. Um, I have a feeling we'll know right after St. Patrick's Day. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be Joe Biden. Um, it's not to say it can't be Bernie Sanders. I think it's, it may, may very well possibly be. Uh, and I'm hedging my bet because I saw this resurgence by Biden. I can't imagine that that um, Sanders can't do this, do a similar thing, but... Uh, right now, I don't see that happening, but I didn't see it happening a week ago. Uh, so I've also forgot to mention that uh, Mayor Bloomberg has also dropped out of the race. That just happened today. And like Buttigieg and Klobuchar before him, before him um, he's endorsed Vice President Biden. And still in the race is Senator Warren. Um, 
you know, um, I'm sorry. I, I know that there were a lot uh, on my social media feed. There were a lot of Warren supporters who were very upset uh, and very angry. Uh, you know, don't come at me with saying that Elizabeth Warren should drop out. And I'm sorry that that's happening. I'm sorry that that's out there. Uh, I don't think Elizabeth Warren should drop out. Uh, again, um, these things have a way of turning. And who knows if it still may turn in her favor. Apparently, she did very, very well in fundraising in the month of February. Um, you know, she should stay in this race because you never know what might happen. And lightning in a bottle may happen another time. And uh, I think that she is a fantastic alternative to um, what I think is we're going to be seeing in the next couple of weeks. Uh, which is, like I said, if the predicted uh, Biden-Sanders slugfest happens, uh, Elizabeth Warren is going to be a fantastic candidate. I mean, she's a fantastic candidate anyway, uh, but it would be good to see her uh, pick up some steam again. And uh, frankly, uh, I don't think a brokered convention would be a 100% terrible thing. I know I'm in a minority view in that. Uh, but I think that uh, as a Democratic Party, we really need to have a hard conversation with ourselves about what is the most important thing. And um, for this Democrat, the most important thing is to beat this president and to have him and his way of political thought uh, be cast out and rejected by the American electorate forever. Um, you know, we know that Trumpism is going to go on beyond Donald Trump's presidency. Um, but we have an opportunity to do something about it. As Pete Buttigieg's uh, stump speech said, this is our only opportunity to defeat Donald Trump. And we need to take our very, very, very best shot at the king. And we can't miss. So, um, you know, let that be your guide as you are waxing philosophical on the social media in the near future. And as you're thinking about politics and about who to vote for. Much closer to home, I see that the Chinese Americans Parents Association has come out and endorsed candidates for the Howard County Board of Education. They have endorsed an incumbent. Christina Delmont Small for uh, District 1. Uh, Suzanne Palmer, who was the guest of this podcast on Saturday in District 4, and Dr. Young Lu um, in District 5. Um, so, kind of surprised that they chose not to make any endorsements in Districts 2 or 3, but uh, such as their one. I'm not sure if there are going to be any endorsements coming. Any future endorsements coming, but I do want to thank Scotty's blog for uh, that information. I saw that come across uh, as I was prepping for this show this evening. So, um, you know, take with that what you will. Um, speaking of Scotty's blog, uh, Scotty's blog, this podcast, uh, the, um, the uh, Howard County Ion uh, Network, and the Howard County Neighbors United Facebook group, and I believe now a couple other organizations are sponsoring the Board of Education meet and greet this coming Saturday, 
at the Alphabet's Montessori School in beautiful Elkridge, Maryland. The times are from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, there is not a, this is not a structured forum. This is just an opportunity to mull around with your Board of Education candidates and have a meet and greet, talk with them about whatever you'd like. Uh, I will be, you know, originally we had planned to bring down a, uh, a table and just set up the podcast and just have whoever wanted to come by, come by. Uh, but instead, uh, you know, I'm going to be bringing my microphone. If anybody wants to talk off the cuff, we'd be more than happy to do that uh, and, you know, and record that. But uh, otherwise, um, we're going to be meeting and greeting, too. So, uh, so we will at least be two hosts down there, possibly three, not sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, hope to uh, see you and meet you down there this Saturday, 10 to 12, at the, Montes at the Alphabet's Montessori School in Elkridge. As we wrap up this podcast tonight, I would like to um, remember a, uh, a good person who served admirably for many, many years in Howard County government. Uh, certainly during my time uh, as a uh, active uh, volunteer in Howard County government, as I had served on the uh, advisory board on consumer affairs for several years. And her name was Phyllis Medacci, who was uh, best known as the head of the uh, Office on Aging within Howard County government. Uh, Phyllis was a wonderful person, um, considered her a friend, and uh, she... Uh, he retired with honor from Howard County, and she recently passed away. Uh, so, uh, Phyllis, um, wherever you are, Godspeed. And uh, I am sure that you are in the hands of your creator now, and you know that um, you were loved and that your good works on this earth did not go unnoticed. So, uh, so bless you. And with that, we are ending tonight's podcast production. Um, this is Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock, and uh, the next episode will be coming up this coming weekend. Outcome and perspectives from the Board of Education Howard County candidates meet and greet. With that, everybody, have a wonderful day. Take care. <laughs>